Wait a minute. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Birdie Num Num Podcast. Having a good week. I hope you all are having a good week. Sanjay Monangtali here uh, today on the podcast. I am going to talk to all of you, my dear listeners, on Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher and whichever other platform. I want to talk to you about a message I received from a lovely girl, uh, very sweet. She messaged me months ago, uh, asked me to talk about this stuff, and then I forgot, and she reminded me because I said, Remind me. So perseverance pays off, my friends. Lesson one this week on the BNN. So she had asked me a question uh, a while back about, you know, uh, you know, how do I like, do I want to do YouTube? She's talking about her. Like, should I do YouTube? Should I do uh, podcasting? Should I be a graphic designer? Should I the typical follow your passion, be creative sort of thing? And then I thought I understood her question. I answered her on Instagram at Sunjay Comedy. Um, but she was like, but no, actually my question was not, should I do YouTube and all? My question is like doing, uh, I like doing all of it, but I'm just not really good at any of such stuff. I just feel that I kind of want all the recognition and that kind of lifestyle, but I have no clue what to do about this feeling. What is this feeling, uh, is a nice song from the musical Wicked. You should look it up, but what is this feeling? And okay. I have no clue what to do about this feeling. And then. Uh, I said, yeah, you should decide if the end result is what you want or if you want the journey. We've heard that before many times. Don't don't be addicted to the result. Be addicted to the journey. It's not about the destination. It's about the the directions there. Um, and then she says, okay, uh, just to add to that, because she reminded me, um, is how to follow your passion and talents. It seems like a simple one, but I'm still not there. I still have no clue what I'm really good at and what makes me happy. I watched your podcast of January 2020 where you said that don't let money make your decisions, let money support them. Oh, I did say that. I am profound sometimes. And it really hit me to at least start something that I love. But the thing is, I don't know what I love. So please add this question to your list too. Okay. Why not? Let's give this a shot because we have a nice open dialogue every week, you and I on the BNN. So my dear uh, Samia, uh, I hope I'm saying your name right, and I hope I didn't forget it already because my ADD is out of control, um, but I hope I said that right. And to anybody else who might be wondering, uh, number one, I would like you guys to know, I'd like you all to know, as the Michael Jackson, the late Michael Jackson song uh, that he had, by the way, the best Michael Jackson album was Dangerous, the one that had a black or white, remember the time, my personal favorite, but... Later on, he had a song that I want to recite the lyrics here, which is, you are not alone. You are not alone. I am not a singer, but you are not alone. Okay. Most Desi youth of the world struggle with this because we are taught, as we all know, do four or five things. And now as we get older with the internet and we see other people and especially other brown people doing other things like owning restaurants and having their own businesses, that the nine to five corporate thing is not the end all be all. Uh, as I say many times, the reason engineering and medicine are so popular in our community is because they are a blueprint instruction manual to the middle class. They are not the only way to get there, but they are the best, most documented tutorials, if you will. Imagine if a if there was if they're like there's tutorials on everything 
And the funny thing is, one of the least listened to podcasts of the whole BNN series was me talking about how I'm addicted to tutorials, but I had so much fun doing that one because sometimes I am addicted to productivity, as you may be. Maybe you're listening to this podcast while postponing doing something else, right? But I hope you're doing multiple things, but why you're listening to me. But I've said but a lot already. Okay, <laughs> so we're addicted to a set path because it's safe and we're taught to avoid risks. But now what we're realizing is, you know, the thing with risks is they pay off sometimes. For every person who gambles, there's another person who wins 50-50, heads or tails, even blackjack, 30% of people or 40% of people are going to win. Yes, the house always wins eventually. But if you do take risks, for a lot of people, there are payoffs. I'm sure you have a lot of friends who are told, avoid the stock market, avoid investing, but oh my God, now some of them are making money. Why do all of our parents say, uh, buy real estate, buy houses, don't rent, buy, buy, buy? Uh, that could be a risk to walk away with your 30 lakhs of savings and a down payment, but guess what? We all know those risks, those risks pay off, but it's still risky, right? So- you know, if you're not sure, uh, you know, what you love to do, and if you're not sure if you're addicted uh, to the end result or not, there's only one way. And unfortunately, it's different for each individual. But the only way, I wish there was a shortcut. I wish I could tell you, you know, uh, if you think you want to be a singer, put out one YouTube video. And then if nobody likes it, or you get a million views on the next day, you found your calling. Unfortunately, uh, while that might happen for the stories you hear about, it's not the norm. It doesn't happen all the time. All right. Let me tell you, as somebody who's probably got 30, 40, 50 million views across various videos, it doesn't make that much of a big deal at the end of the day. People forget, especially now, you know, I mean, here's an example, right? Like, uh, 20 years ago, if you had one hit song on the radio, whether it was a Bollywood song or a Hollywood song, you were probably set for life. You know, you could make your $5 million, buy the house, be comfortable, sit back and let the royalties come in for freaking uh, four days of work, you know, writing one song, working with a producer, spending $10,000 to make it. But now the second the song is popular, people are already tired of it and they move on to the next one. And so our world has changed. Uh, finding our passions has, has changed. Uh, numbers aren't what they used to mean. You know, there's inflation uh, not only with currency, but also with view counts and with attention. And, you know, think about how when you would get 300 likes on your selfie uh, of, you know, you in that tank top at the beach or whatever, and now you don't, uh, well, obviously, you know, or now you get 600, but you don't feel as good about it. Well, there you go. So um, the first thing I want to say to you is, and to anybody listening, look, finding your passion and finding what you're meant to do and finding what you think you want to do uh, it's not like there are aha moments. I knew for me, stand up comedy at the time was aha, this is exactly what I want to do. And I still want to do it pending all this Corona quarantine, this, that stuff. Because with comedy, I just don't think a Zoom comedy show is my jam. I could change my tune on that because who knows how long this quarantine is going to be. But I knew right away. I saw the Russell Peters orange backdrop, somebody going to get hurt. I watched it 40 times. My friends watched it once, maybe twice, but I was so invested in how he was doing it. And I was like, wow, I need to try doing stand-up comedy because now I know brown people can do it. So in your case, you know, whatever it might be, you know, you probably 
see a lot of your friends getting popular on social media. You probably see people who seem like they have an exciting life on YouTube or, dude, I was in a TV commercial all across India for Intermiles just like a month ago uh, or two months ago, right before freaking, this was, this was the funniest. I was on a business class ad. Maybe some of you guys would have seen it. Let me know, uh, DM me or uh, write me on Twitter or, or, or email me. I don't care, whatever. Right. But, and I flew coach back to Los Angeles when uh, I moved here a few months, right before Corona hit. Um, so like everything is meant to look glamorous, everything. Okay. When I walk into a restaurant and I see 300 people there and I see the owner and he looks like Gordon Ramsay with like all these cool tattoos and stuff. I'm like, wow, that guy must be killing it. You know, that Lamborghini outside must be his. And there are 600 people. And like in Bombay that I'm going to Sebastian's, uh, my, my wife does like this Disha Patani walking out. Disha Patani, is that her name? Disha something walking out of Sebastian's and like looking all like cool. And, you know, you think the owner of that restaurant is killing it, but maybe he's like, holy crap, I got to pay a rent of 30 lakhs and I got to be on Instagram, you know, engaging with celebrities and everything is meant to look glamorous. Like, why do so many celebrities and other people, you know, have drug problems or drinking problems? So I know I rambled to start, but this is a very important topic to me because, dude, there's no GPS to find your passions, okay? And most of the people who have found a passion then... Um, or found their passion, now you want to join their business, you know, that could be great. You know, there's always, there's nothing wrong with being number two or number three at a big company. I would love to be Bill Gates's right-hand man or Gary Vee's third man or girl or whatever, right? So like, it's very difficult uh, and it's meant to be difficult to find your passion, but I need to tell you, I'm a firm believer, your passion finds you, okay? So um if you just think it looks cool to be on YouTube, what you're not seeing is everybody editing. What you're not seeing is, look, look at your favorite YouTubers and look at, and you know, this podcast channel has a YouTube, but that's more of an afterthought. I do it for my sake just to see if it resonates or if there's another channel there. But most of the audience comes from the audio, which is great. I love it. Thank you guys. You know, um, so but look at like, you know, people like always comment on mine, like, man, you deserve so many more subscribers. And, and why is this podcast only have a thousand views or 500 views? Well, it has way more on audio. Okay. But number two, I am putting this on YouTube for fun. I know that it's not going to do well on YouTube because it's not, you know, the ideal content length. You know, I know there's no proper hook all the time. I know people have attention spans that are different on YouTube than when they're listening to me in the car. I know it takes more bandwidth on YouTube and you can't do other things on your phone. So you're not going to, you know, but that stuff I learn by being on YouTube. And my point is look at other YouTubers and look at the amount of editing and the amount of like, uh, uh, technical knowledge and the amount of disappointments where one video has 5 million, the other video has 8,000 views or 30,000 views. And trust me, those people spend months and days working on that sort of content, right? So, you know, everything you see is going to seem glamorous, but look, dude, here's one thing nobody will ever tell you. Most of the YouTubers that you know, whether in India or wherever, unless they have like four or 5 million subscribers, I guarantee you by like the age of 30, you would have made more money uh, you know, and probably had an easier life financially and hell, even going on vacations and having a good time in your free time, 
uh, working at Infosys. Like you could have easily had a hundred lakhs or one crore in your pocket by the time you were 30, 35, had you stayed the course in those other jobs, uh, then had you just done something YouTube and you thought it was like hanging out with swimsuit models and all. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying you can't get lucky. And if that's you, uh, you know, by all means, more power to you. But what I'm saying is you can do both. All right. So, uh, I'm a firm, firm believer. You should never, ever quit a job. Uh, one of my first ever videos was don't do what you love yet. And hold on one second. Okay. While I check the camera, cause I'm doing this by myself right now, guys. See, that's hard, dude. You know, I had to go back and like check the camera one more time. Now I have no idea if I'm in, in the frame or not, or if I'm even in focus. Because my wife, who's also fun and very talented, you know, you might see her on my Instagram. Uh, we just sat here doing an Ananya Pandey impression. See it on my Instagram. It'll be there by the time this podcast comes out. Um, you know, she's studying for her doctor's exam. So the point I'm trying to make is I had another video, one of my favorite ones I ever did without proper audio was don't do what you love yet because whoever has made the myth that, uh, you know, you can only do one thing, especially in today's world is crazy. All right. You're saying you don't have enough time to do something after your nine to five, even if your job is 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. If you're 23, 25, hell, even 33 or 43, um, wake up an hour earlier or go to bed an hour later, uh, you know, you can always find the time. So, uh, number one, uh, you know, I already said number one, I think, right. <laughs> but number one is, as I say over and over and over again, okay, don't be addicted to the end result because the end results keep getting changed and getting redefined. You know, there's people who have a million subscribers on YouTube who have now disappeared or they went into acting or they stopped or they had kids or they just didn't do, uh, anything after that because they got caught up with other work. All right, so don't be addicted to the end result, okay? Number two, the reason you're saying you don't know what you love or you think you love this thing and you think you love that thing, um, dude, things you love change. You know what I mean? Like, and if you don't believe me, how many of you who have a little bit of experience will admit you were in a relationship where you love somebody or you said, I love you, or you said, I'm in love, and then you break up and then you marry or you date or you, or you love somebody else, right? And that's the thing, isn't it? That's what freaking life is, dude. Like what you love changes. So like if who you love changes, you know, you have a falling out with family or an ex or three exes or 10 exes, obviously what you love will also change. Like that's one thing that I want you to take away from this, okay? The unexamined life is not worth living, uh, as we always say. And most, most, most people, and I'm not saying Indians are less creative. We are very creative, all right? Maybe not in Bollywood because there's a formula that works in Bollywood, which is masala and music and dancing equals commercial hit. But those things are also changing, right? People need, like the most successful Indians are the ones who are going to be taking risks. And that's one thing that you can make a formula for. Just take risks. Just try it. All right. It's easy to look back and say, oh, yeah, you know, uh, he had it or she had it. But no, dude, all of your heroes and all of the people that you admire are literally no different from you. I am sitting in my brother's office, his DJ warehouse. OK, I would show you the full frame if I could get up right now. But there's like. Like, man, it's it's never been more frustrating. And I would say I'm so for once, I'm so glad I'm older in this digital world because I still remember a world before constant comparisons, before constant uh, looking at the phone and looking at, man, 
if like, dude, when, okay. When I was growing up and I got my job at Accenture, I was like so happy because I knew I was making money. I was finally not going to be poor. I could help my mom out. And like, I was like, yes, finally, we're no longer three people in a one BHK. Finally, after a year of getting my salary, I can afford to rent a bigger house. We can all have space. We can get a dog. I wanted a dog for so long. I can help my brother out because he didn't go to college, even though he built this great business. You know, I was like, finally, I can, uh, you know, I can do something, right? And so I was like on cloud nine and this is all I ever wanted. And I was so happy. And then I got the internet, you know, and then I saw that other friend of mine who I thought was kind of dumber than me has got a job at a better tech company or has got an interview at Google or has, has really, and, and all of my, my shit just went out the window. It didn't change my problem at all. You know, it didn't change my success at all, but, but that's the world that you guys know. You guys don't remember what it's like to just come home or meet somebody or fall in love with somebody and not worry about anything else or not worry about what your brother, who your brother fell in love with or who your best friend did. Dude, there's a, there's a book I'm reading right now called uh, Contagious by uh, Jonah Berger, Noah Berger, one of these names. A lot of you uh, have DM'd me on Instagram when I put a quote from there. And it's so funny because on the podcast, I talked about something MBA related and then I was reading the book like a week later or like a month later. And then he had said something. So I shared the screenshot to be like, see, 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 like we follow like the herdman. So basically the MBA thing he was talking about was they asked a bunch of MBA kids what they wanted to do before they started the program. They had all these crazy examples of, uh, you know, I want to, uh, you know, work in media. I want to work in Hollywood or Bollywood, or I want to, uh, help governments be more effective with their bureaucracy by making an app. And then when they all finish the MBA program, they're like, yeah, invest in banking, private equity, venture capital, or software. Whereas like they all became this big homogenous group when earlier they had 50,000 other things they wanted to do because they all followed the herd and that became the new norm. And another great example from the book I read was they had asked a hundred people, okay, there's a barbecue grill, or let's say there is a, a cell phone. I mean, cell phones are easier to know standard prices. So let's say a barbecue, a barbecue grill is what he said in the book. And they had asked a hundred people, um, Hey, there's a barbecue grill. And at the first store, it's, uh, uh, the original price was $400 and now it's 270. It's on sale. So it was $400 and now it's 270. And, um, then they said, but across town, uh, you know, there is, uh, uh, the same grill, uh, or next door or whatever, uh, you know, sorry, I'm going to start over. Here we go. Okay. So they had about the barbecue thing. So they had asked people, there's a barbecue grill. It was originally 400 bucks and it's priced at, uh, 270 on sale for a limited time only. And, uh, the store next door, uh, there's the same grill, uh, original price 300 and it's priced at, uh, you know, 260. Uh, and so the majority of people, and I even asked my brother this question and it's kind of how you phrase it. You don't want to give it away, but like, which one do you want? And everybody was like, I want the one that was 400 bucks and, uh, is now 270. And you're like, but it's the same exact grill. And the other one went from 300 to 260, but you want the one that went from 400 to 270, but you're actually going to save 10 bucks if you go with the one that was 260. But people are way more likely to appreciate something or like something relative to an initial figure. So when you know it was 400 and it went down to 270, 
and it's been marked down 130 bucks versus when you know it was, you know, 300 and it got marked down to 260 and only marked down 40 bucks. Same grill, same product, but they want to pay $10 more just because they feel like they got a better deal, right? And I think that's a lot of also what confuses us in society and social media because, dude, you know, um, TVs were around for 50 years. Adults could tell kids we could understand what the TV is and, hey, don't watch action movies or cursing or don't let, don't let little toddlers or two-year-olds see explosions or nudity because it's bad for them. Yet there's no filter on the internet. And so, I mean, I wish we would tell all of you guys listening and the, the younger people, like, don't look at what your friends are doing. Or on days where you find out who's getting a job or who got into what college, don't use the internet, you know, because you're going to make bad decisions and you're going to not do what's right for you. So, you know, it's okay. Like this, the good news is everybody has done what you've done. Uh, the bad news is uh, many people don't ever do it. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So everybody has questioned, I don't know what my passion is and should I just work and I shouldn't start a business. I should just keep working here. I should be grateful that I got this job at Microsoft or Facebook. Why would I ruin that by trying to open my own restaurant or to make my own app? Um, you know, but the bad news is, uh, you know, mo very few people ask the tough questions and really look internally. But it, but it's so good for all of you, dude. Even if even if like, dude, if you're even hearing this or even aware of it or even like, yeah, I know, like, ah, uh, I, I, man, I feel like. Yes, the internet can be a horrible place and a distracting place, but dude, so can it also unlock a lot of creativity. So can it also give you like $400,000 worth of an education in like three days. So can like, dude, people are giving away their lifetime of knowledge, whether it's stock trading or graphic design or podcasting or whatever, and they're giving it away. And people just think it's not valuable because they think back to that barbecue grill. Like, well, if it was so valuable, why was it not marked up higher initially? Or why would he be giving it away for free? Well, because we're bombarded with information, right? So yeah, man, I, um, like there's no GPS to find yourself or to find your passion. Uh, but I, I urge you to know that, uh, and to remember that, that it will find you eventually. And the way it finds you is you putting yourself out there is you emailing me, you know, asking me to talk about this is, you reading books uh, every week, every month. It's you trying out different things, dude. It's 2020, still five, six freaking months to go or six, seven months to go or what? what is it, April? So sorry, eight months to go, right? So like, and you're quarantined, man. You're not doing anything. It's like such a good time to freaking do shit right now because there's no traffic outside. The internet is running. If you're in India, the internet is so cheap. Uh, you're being forced to cook again. You're being forced to realize that bars and clubs are oftentimes a big waste of money. You're being forced to not get drunk with your friends and have mindless conversations, but you can engage in like video games and, and, you know, and, and real things. And you can complain and talk rather than just stare at each other and have a beer and look at what girls are around. Like it's such a good time, dude. So, um, you know, the end result, uh, okay. Yes, we all want money, but you'll get it. Okay. Eventually. Uh, but you do the hard work now, not the hard work, like spend 30 hours at the office, but the hard work, like ask the difficult questions, have a plan, have a roadmap. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there are so many 
people in India, especially who realize this by 30, then they do 50,000 other things on top of their day job. And so can you look up drop shipping on Facebook and you can make a lot of money. Okay. Look up freaking, uh, YouTube channels and, uh, digital marketing. You can make a lot of money. You could do tech reviews and affiliate marketing. Okay. Um, all while having your normal job. All right. Look up beauty blogging. If you're into that sort of stuff, dude, if you're not, uh, you know, look up an iPhone course on Udemy or Coursera and make a, sim a simple iPhone app, even if it's, even if it's for shits and giggles. All right. Uh, look up, you know, top businesses that are going to bloom thanks to, uh, quarantine. I mean, look, there's just like so much and dude, just like you can love three or four people before you find your soulmate, or you can have two, three relationships there's nothing wrong with trying a bunch of different things until eventually you're like, I'm so happy I waited, you know, waited to get married, but also waited to follow my passion because my passion found me and I've never been happier, right? So it's a metaphor for finding your passion and finding your soulmate, folks. So um, just, just don't be addicted to the result because tomorrow if I could tell you, hey, you could be a YouTuber who spends 19 hours in a warehouse like this editing and filming and wanting to blow their brains out with learning After Effects and, and Final Cut, and it's just as dry and boring sometimes as coding. Or you could have the three cores in the bank writing blogs and just like letting the money roll in and writing about stuff that you, you like and not having to be in front of the camera all the time. Would you be fine with that too? And you probably, yeah. So, you know. Like, uh, don't worry about the vanity. The vanity will come. Dude, once you have the money, the vanity is there, right? If you are a, a good writer, you'll get the Instagram followers. And even if you don't, uh, you'll know because you'll be comfortable. And most importantly, you'll be secure, right? Instagram followers are not currency that you can trade for cash. They are social currency. But, uh, you know, don't, uh, don't get confused by that. You know what I mean? So don't be that freaking person who buys the Mercedes but then can't afford anything else. So... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you asked this question because I always try to approach it from a different angle. And for some of you, I, I apologize if this was a little bit repetitive, but it was important for me to answer this because you followed up and I had forgotten. So I didn't want to leave you hanging, but also like, I'm always discovering new ways to say this. So that's it for me, you guys this week on the Birdie and Num Num podcast, please do like, rate, review, and, you know, let me know, uh, what you're going to do uh, this quarantine to get closer to finding your passion. Okay. Does that make sense? Whether it's taking a course, whether it's talking to your family for a few weeks, why is there water leaking on me? I don't know. Um, but please, uh, one takeaway, anybody DM me what you're going to do, uh, these next 10 days to improve your situation or get closer to having your passion find you during lockdown, during quarantine. So I've been Sonia Manitala, stay safe out there and I'll see you guys next week.